Welcome to 18 Minutes of Workplace Horror Stories and Helpful Tips. We are Jeff DeWolf and Todd Chandler, and this is Braving Bad Bosses. Jeff is the president of Wolf Prairie, a leadership and organization development firm. He doesn't even have a boss. And Todd is lucky enough to have the best boss ever, and I'm pretty sure he'd say that even if his boss wasn't listening. But over the years, we've both seen a lot oh, yeah. and learned a little. And we're not too shy about passing judgments and armchair quarterbacking the way things should be. So join us for a pint this week as we discuss the mixed message boss. All right, so Todd, this uh, this comes from an actual listener, and uh, we'll call him just to protect his his innocence. We'll call him Derek. Nice, love it. All right, so Derek, this is what he said. This is his horror story. He says, "I was a mid kind of senior level manager in an organization. Among leaders." There was a culture of freedom to vent and complain a bit about frustrations that we have with certain employees, or so I thought. Uh-oh. Here's the scenario. Someone in the organization came up with an idea that would benefit customers going through financial troubles. Everyone thought it was a good idea in the meeting. Then instead of running with it, the person with the idea asked me to do the work because she, quote, didn't know how. Already overworked, I declined to take the monkey on my back. In an email, I vented to the top dog, the executive director, about how the person created the idea but wasn't willing to do the work of implementing it. This is a little bit long, but I think we need to get yeah. there. I told him I refused to take the extra work. I had witnessed other leaders venting like this with him before about this very issue. I think he felt pretty safe, right? Right. Well, here's what the boss did. thought he was just part of the culture. Yeah. And he's heard the boss talk about people who sign up for stuff and don't work. Anyway, this is what he said. The boss replied via email with a very terse response indicating that he was disappointed in me and that the project and that projects like this one were very important to him and consistent with the values of the organization. Period. Sounds like something written perhaps to cover, to do a little CYA. Okay. Um, as a relatively new leader in the organization, I took it really hard. I worried about losing my job. I worried about the relationship with the boss. I thought I had earned the right to blow off steam with him, but found out that I was wrong. Of course, I apologized via email and helped the employee with the project. I lost sleep and worried for several days before getting the opportunity to resolve things in person with the boss. But it turns out, <laughs> get this, the boss really hadn't given it a second thought, so <laughs> everything was really good. So it was, it was a situation that kind of got blown up in his mind, I think. So that's the situation. We call it the mixed message boss. There's a lot of stuff to talk about here. Yeah, I think that, you know, it's always challenging, particularly when you think about bosses who create a certain culture. And sometimes that's by design. Sometimes that's very deliberate with the boss's own action. But sometimes those cultures get created by drift, you mm. know, that uh, people within the organization kind of create. And you don't know that it's gotten too far until it kind of hits a tipping point right. along the okay. way. And have no idea what it was in the email that Derek sent to the boss that certainly triggered the boss to snap back at the boundaries of that culture. Yeah. yeah. Um, but man, that's tough when you got to be aware of the culture you're building with every behavior day in, day out. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't we start with the boss on this? Do yep. a little bad boss rehab before yep. we, we jump into Derek. Yep. So, so um, the first thing that comes to my mind, if I'm the boss and I've got an employee who clearly is frustrated. Yep. Now he sends it via email. Um, I may not agree with, Maybe initially, maybe it was a little over the top, a little too harsh of a response that he was communicating to me. But I think if I'm the boss, I have to resist the urge to snap back in writing something that could be misconstrued as a very serious issue. Sure. So that was that was the first thing. Don't don't reply in email. Um, you know, 
give them a call. Sure. Say, hey, listen, I got your email. Let's talk about it because it sounds like you're frustrated. Um, but I, I'm, I'm a little concerned about the tone that this is setting because don't you think this is a kind of consistent with our values? Let's assume that he really did believe that. I love that uh, approach because it, one of the things is, is to be able to reflect back and be a little bit empathic in your reflection on being able to say, it sounds like you're really frustrated with this. Um, and this is the kind of thing that whether it's a call or even just a right. swing by the office, I think makes so much sense for the boss instead of responding back to be able to step in and say, Hey, you know, like, and, and to be able to f- provide some feedback about like, well, this is why yeah. I think this project is yeah. important. If he really did believe that it was yep. a good project yep. and that he wanted him, Derek to, to help. Yep. Then a, a phone call saying, Hey, listen. I can tell you're frustrated. Yeah, this. I know. I know that person does this. I know she does this a lot. But um, what can you do to help her out? So uh, the other thing I'd recommend for this boss is to be very aware of the culture you're building yeah, and and yeah. the way that you're because clearly Derek felt that this was part of the culture that this yeah. was an acceptable yeah. behavior within that culture yeah. and this is how it inclined. How, as a leader, do you assess the culture you're building? Because sometimes we've got blinders on as leaders, right? It's tough for us to see how our actions are being interpreted by others and how that's being impact. What are some quick tips we can give to the boss to, to be able to say, here's, here's how you assess the culture you are building? That's, that's really interesting. I think, I think you know, the first thing that came to my mind was, does the boss even have a set of values that he or she would like to see in the culture? You know, and if nothing's been codified or written about, you know what, we're not going to gossip or we're not going to badmouth each other. We're not going to, if that almost needs to be discussed as this is what we're setting up as an expectation. Right. Because without, without that set of expectations, yep. the drift, like you said, can yep. tend to happen. Yep. And, and bosses are human. Yep. So bosses get frustrated. And, you know, and, and there are bosses who like to come alongside and be, you know, be, be chums with, with it, especially with their direct reports. Right. And... You know, if they don't believe it, if they're, you know, I don't know. It's it's tough to, when someone has a blind spot, by definition, it's hard to get them to assess. It's tough to on. shut people down when the complaining takes place. And particularly if the boss is frustrated sometimes themselves and sharing that, that it's, who do they have to go to to be able to discuss some of these things right. themselves. And so sometimes that, that plays dumb. But I think it, it's very helpful for the boss to be able to articulate and say, what's the reputation of the team I want to have? And so culture, to me, the opposite of that is how do I want others to look at our team and assess our team and how and and if the people on my team were talking to their significant others at night what would they say working on that team is all about and i think if you actually force yourself to write that down then it's easier to hold a mirror up to say is this in alignment with our values as a team yeah yeah i think that's that's pretty good that's pretty good thinking so what about derek i mean um you know the the boss is the boss the boss is one way in private and you know but then publicly takes a stand against some of those same behaviors that he's a, that he's participating in. So, yeah. you know, what what is Derek? Obviously, this is a this is a gut punch, yep. right? I think we've all been there. We've said something, we've done something stupid, and we get that reaction that then we think about for like three or four days, right? Only to find out it, it wasn't as big a deal to them as it was to us. Sure. Um, what you know? What should we tell Derek about a situation like knowing that he's got this boss and could have him for a long time? Well, I think one of the things to to do is to not take the feedback personally. So, mm-hmm. and and I get even if the feedback is targeted personally, like, hey, this is the way it's you know right. it, it's meant to be, or even, and it, we certainly don't get an indication of this. But it, he, I think the language is it was terse. I mean, what if it was personal? Like, and and that's I expect more out of you, and and that kind of yeah. uh, to 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 take a step back and to say 
what could I have done differently in this situation? What's the learning for me? Right. And one of the learnings that I would say, objectively looking at this, if I was watching this on the screen, watching him type up that email and right. hit and send, right. I would say, no. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would I would caution. And, and never this, vent on email. Is that and what you're this saying? comes from personal pain. <laughs> I have I have vented on email and it has never played out well i shouldn't say never played out well sometimes it plays out pretty well really but uh, yeah if the person receives it in the right thing and vents back a little bit then it's you've had it as long as they release some of the steam they've had a joke about it as long as a good joke about it as long as they don't forget that it's down on the email chain and they forward it later on that's that's so i i like the the first rule thumb which is never never air your dirty laundry your your frustration your feelings your venting on email Venting ever. is always done best in person, and, uh, and when the person, yeah. yes, and when the person yeah. is receptive and in the right frame of mind to, to be able to vent to it. And I have found very helpful in the bosses that um, I've worked with over the times for me to come in and say, "I'm not looking for a solution here. Yeah. I just need to vent for a minute, and right. I feel it's better for me to vent to you than to vent to my peers about yeah, this." I think that's a really, really good point. I think it's good advice for for Derek and anyone else to identify the feelings that they're feeling yep. and verbalize them. Yep. And so it's it's much harder to do that in email. Now you could still do that in email. Yep. I mean, Derek's email could have said, uh, "Hey, boss, um, this is what's just happened. You know, bear with me. I'm a little frustrated right now. D- you know, type, 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 type." But, um, you know, I told her that I don't, you know, I can't take this project on. It was her idea. Um, I hope you support this. What do you think? Right. That's a totally different message than I'm so sick of Susan. That's right. not her name. Right. I hope. Right. Um, she's always doing this. And I told her to go pound salt because I'm not doing it. Right. And then if that's my email to the boss, right. that might push him over the edge to, to, to get a little conscience. He have his conscience pricked about what kind of culture he's creating. Sure. And so he's going to slam it. Sure. So, yeah. So, so have a conversation. Pick up the phone. Um, feel them out, right? Know, but talk about the feelings you're feeling. I'm right. frustrated, right? I don't know. I'm, I'm the only one, but this seems like it's always happening. What do, right. You know, what do I do? What do you think? I, how do you think I should respond? Should right. I tell? Should I tell her to do it herself? What do you right. think, boss? Well, I've always found when I when I start those conversations with, hey, I'm just venting here, or I just got to get this off my chest. It, it sets the stage, right? It I mean, sets it, the stage, yeah. and I have found bosses, no matter what, you know, again, bosses are human. And as part of that being human is a chance for them to step in. Like they kind of feel like they're okay. Yeah, I can help you out yeah, with this. Like, yeah. oh yeah. And, and one, yeah. there's a little bit of a, <laughs> well, like, well, like juicy scoop yeah. as much as we try to, to be yeah. against it. The It's helpful then to be able to say, okay, I get it. And now I'm willing to put on that right hat. Yeah. The tough part when you do it in an email is you have no control over the right framing of how they're going right. to take this information. Right. Right. So, and I and the other part of this that I I would just say cautionary, and I don't know all the details around that, but the I refuse to, to take on the project, and I think there's an opportunity there to be able to say back to the person who came up with the idea and working with it to say, I've got so much on my plate right now, I'm not sure I can do this. I get you feel underqualified to do this. Why right. don't we talk about how we can help you get qualified for that, or here's some yeah. things I can do to help out with that, as opposed to. I, I think I think all too often we feel like the choices we have are binary. It's either this yeah, or no, that. I agree. And yeah. there's so many options in between that we have to take a step back and say, is there a better way? Yeah, no, I, I was thinking the same thing and I, I didn't see the email. I didn't I didn't I wasn't obviously in the room for the response, but you know could Derek have, have responded to her request for his assistance yeah. differently? Yeah. I think probably you're right. Yeah. You know, but that's again, that's tough to do. It's you know, it's six o'clock, you're overworked, and someone comes in and wants to dump a project on your plate. It's very easy to say, 
I'm not taking it. It's your idea. You go do it. But uh, you're right, asking questions. Like, hey, listen, like you said, I'm really busy, but um, I have some familiarity with it. I tell you what, let me direct you to these resources. You go give it a shot. Yep. And I will be here to help if you run into a jam. But it's, right. trust me, it's, it's, you can figure it out. I, I, I've seen you in action, whatever. So that you could have handled it maybe differently. Yep. Um, and not slam the door, perhaps, on the person's request. I, you know, thinking about the rhythm of this scenario, there was an email rant, and and that might be an overstatement of it, but a, 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 a an email vent, sure, um, and then an email correction, and right. then an email apology. Seeing a trend here. Well, yes, and all three of those email is totally the wrong platform to do yeah. that. It's definitely text message platform. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's crayon on written, a postcard. Written of letters. Postcards. Yeah. yeah. A carrier pigeon, I think, you're is the right way to do it. You're saying face-to-face typically yeah. is the way to go. I mean, these are, these are somewhat emotionally charged situations. Yeah. I love the fact that, you know, the boss the boss owns some ownership in this on, like, when you're correcting somebody like that, particularly when you're snapping them back. Like, this, I think yeah. the tough part for Derek here is it felt like a harsh snap back. Like, yeah. wait, I was just doing what everybody else does. I don't yeah. get why I'm getting called out on this. Yeah, I think that's probably one of the one of the final points we ought to discuss is this idea of a mixed message. Yeah. Um, <sighs> You know, I, I, I'm struggling a little bit because I feel like we can create pretty strong relationships with our bosses and, and vice versa. Yep. Um, but I think there's a limit there a little bit. Like, I feel like we have to be careful not to not to take a friendship too far in a reporting oh, relationship. Totally, totally. Uh, and I don't want to sound like the tyrant that says, you know, like I think one on a recent one of our recent podcasts, I talked about a guy who said, you know, familiarity breeds contempt. Right, you right. Got to keep him at arm's length. I'm not really like that kind of old school on this, but <clears throat> you know, I think I think Derek fell victim to this idea that this is a culture where we're a bunch of guys and people who can just kind of get together and vent, talk what's on our mind, and not be guarded in any way. Yep. And I think he learned a tough lesson that that it, that's really you don't want to trust that situation. You you don't want to. And you know, bottom line is you don't want to speak ill of anybody anyway, right? In private or public. So, is there any benefit to having a conversation with the boss to say, "Can you help me understand the difference between when so and so vents saying this, and I did this and vented that way?" I think that's a great idea, but it has to be done in like over a couple of beers or someplace where it's really casual, you know, and not in front of anyone else. And it has to be from a, it, I, 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 I love this idea because I'm just kind of curious to see how that play out. I'm not sure I'd really recommend that in this situation, but I think in the right circumstance where you feel like yeah. you were in alignment with what the team was and you got snapped back on something, I think it might be appropriate, given the right circumstance, to say, out of curiosity... Oh, hang on. That tells bells. You know what that means, right? It I means hate it's to, time to wrap up. I hate up. to cut you off. You can f- finish your thought, but we got last call. Let's we got be two minutes. Let's be really clear. You love to cut me off. I do. And I do. The, but the curiosity element of how do you uh, help me see the difference between these two, I think, could be a very rich conversation. Yeah, no, I th- All I right. T- I totally like where you're going with yeah. it. So so on a quit scale, if you're in the situation, you got a boss that, that does this kind of thing. Yeah. Is buddy-buddy and then whatever. You, you start playing along and then they're like, Boom, hammer comes down. Yep. 
You you know, one being brave it out, ten being bail out. Where would you? I'm a two on this one. I okay. think this you know this is a quick snap back, and yeah. and I have some ownership in this one, and yeah. so making sure that I see what I did, even if that's the culture, I'm yeah. not sure that was the best way for me to do it in email, and so it's a it's a redefining where that culture is and trying to rebuild that relationship at yeah. this point. What about you? I'm with you too. I think I think this is not a this is not an opportunity to, to to jump ship and bail right. out. I th- right. I think I'm I'm at like a one or a two as well. Yeah. Um, because you can learn this lesson. And guess yeah. what? Once you get a gut punch like this, you don't make this mistake again. Yeah. You know? Um, so so just to kind of wrap up, I think my, my, my advice to Derek, and you've said it well uh, a couple of times here, is um, number one, don't, don't vent an email. Don't put anything negative in email. Yeah. Just don't. Just yeah. wait. If you do, then send it to yourself and delete it. Whatever you need to do. If you, if you feel like you got to push send and put yourself yeah. in the two field yeah. and then... Or send it to your spouse. They, they're usually my, mine is much better a better judge of what I should be saying or not saying. That is so fantastic. Your wife reads your emails. I, I don't know. I hope not. <laughs> maybe she does. No, but you know that's the point. Is is get you know maybe maybe he could have said hey pull in someone else that he is typically vented with and goes you know what I'm I, I got to just tell someone this is frustrating. Anyway, the point the point is is he shouldn't have put it in writing because yep. those things live on. Yep. Gave the boss an easy opportunity to be like. You know, come down on him and be right. like, no, uh, you know, right. this is not appropriate. So that's the first thing. But I love the advice that you gave him about, you know, find an opportune time to go and bring it back up yep. in person. Yep. When, technic- preferably right after you did something really, really strong. That's when I would do it. Uh, well, I think that, uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. He's I, really happy with you. Then say, hey, you know what, back we had this little situation. I'm just curious. I, I walk away from this as a boss uh, thinking, I really want to go back and take a look at my team culture and what am I doing to reinforce those elements of that. And yeah. I know I've snapped people back in line via email, and when I've done it, it's been at points of frustration. Like I'm like, oh, we've covered this. Why is this still yeah. going on? Yeah. And so trying to figure out, of in, and if that's the case, and if I'm that frustrated on it, maybe I really need to go have a conversation with them because message has not been received yet. So right. this, I don't want to say I saw a little bit of myself in this one, and well, this was good to kind of take a look there's at. There's a little bit of, uh, of ourselves in all of these, right? Sure. But I don't want to send a, a mixed message to you, but uh, we need to wrap up. So how do people share their stories with us? Oh, we have loved getting so many of these great stories, and they are just keep coming in. And so thank you so much for taking the time to do so. Super simple. Go to bravingbadbosses.com and uh, fill out the sur- story there. We'd love to talk about it. Yeah, and we'll protect your innocence your, uh, yeah, and, and the guilty as well. Yep, so. exactly. And I can't think of a better way for us to spend uh, drinking this uh, wonderful uh, pitcher of beer is to by discussing your particular situation. Well, you haven't even given me any of your pitcher. So I'm, I'm still just drinking water. Why don't you send me an email complaining and venting about I'm it? I'm going to. That's it. <laughs>